0: where my handle is at turkeyhitman, and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 273, the first turkey soup of the new year. And I am your host and the guy who got something this weekend that he's always wanted to get. I'll tell you a little bit more about that in just a minute, but right now we are 58 days, 12 hours, 16 minutes and 51 seconds away from opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama. I told you guys that I got something this weekend that I've always wanted to get, so while I was hunting this weekend, I took turkey calls out to the deer stand with me. And this week I took my turpin-style hen box that Dan Harris made from Dan's handcrafted custom calls in Texas. And I was running that call while I was hunting, just to practice with it. Remember, I told you guys last week, I still am not good with a hen box, with a turpin-style box call. And I have to practice. And what better time to practice than when I'm sitting in the woods for three or four hours at a time, trying not to be so bored that I'm watching the clock on my cell phone. So I was practicing with Dan's call and I think I'm getting a little bit better at running these turpin style calls. Yes, I still have a little bit of hesitation in them. I still make some mistakes running them, but I'm getting better and practice is gonna be what gets me where I need to be. So I'll be practicing some more this weekend, and I'm planning on taking my hen box that I got from Doug Morgan from Mississippi out with me to run it. But last weekend, while I was running, Dan Harris's call off and on. I'm sitting on a hillside overlooking a little creek bottom, and I see something black come out of the pines up ahead of me. And it stopped behind a tree, so I wasn't really sure what it was at first. And then it came out from behind the tree, And my first thought was, wow, that is a black fox, because it was not real big. And as it kept coming down the hillside, really kind of coming towards me a little bit, I noticed it was not a fox, it was a black coyote. And I have always wanted to kill a black coyote and get it mounted. So I get my rifle up to my shoulder, got the coyote in the scope, And of course it stops behind another tree. So I thought maybe the coyote saw me as I was getting my gun up and was gonna turn and run away from me. But after about five, six seconds, it comes out from behind the tree, still going in the same direction it was going. And I gave it a little (whistles) And it kept walking. So I gave it a little louder (whistles) And it stopped. And I quickly got the crosshairs on its shoulder, started to squeeze the trigger, the gun went off and nothing. So after I recover from the shot, I'm looking in the scope and I find the coyote laying on the ground in the scope. I mean, I was literally about 10 minutes from leaving anyway. So I went ahead and got up, started walking down the hill towards the creek to go up the next hill where the coyote was, and the coyote starts to flop a little bit, and of course when it's on a hillside and it starts flopping, it flops on the hill and into the water in the creek. Not a huge ordeal considering that it was raining off and on anyway, and it was already a little bit wet, and it's not like I was going to stick it in my coat pocket and carry it out, but I knew that taking a picture of a wet dog was not going to look that good. Probably about as good as taking a picture of a wet turkey. So I grabbed the coyote up by the tail, get it out of the water, let it drip dry a little bit, and then I threw it over in the leaves while I got all of my things together for the walk out, I grabbed the coyote by its back legs, and fortunately I don't really have that far of a walk to get back to the truck, 250, 300 yards. So I get the coyote to the truck, took it back to the camp. My buddy Rocco was there and Rocco took some pictures for me. And so I am just stoked about this coyote. I skinned it out and I've got it in the freezer. I'll be taking it to the taxidermist before terribly long, but I'm trying to decide how I want to get it mounted. Do I want to do something kind of simple like have it with a fox squirrel in its mouth or maybe laying dead underneath one of its paws? Or do I just want to get it mounted by itself? Do I want to see if I can go on eBay and find a frozen pin-raised quail, or a wild quail for that matter, and have the quail mounted? Or is that too much of a stretch these days to think that a coyote would actually be able to catch a quail? Since there's very few quail around, wild quail that is. So I'm toying around with this. Not real sure what direction I want to go. If any of you guys have any input, if you've seen any coyote mounts that you like, send me an email. Let me know what you did or what you've seen. Andy at IamTurkeyHunting.com. But I'm really, really excited about this black coyote. I have only seen three. This is the third one I've ever seen in my life. The first one, was at my old hunting club that I was in for, gosh, almost 30 years. And I just caught a glimpse of it running across the road in front of the four-wheeler. The second one I was hunting with my buddies from North Carolina at my hunting club that I was in for 30 years. And one steps out of the woods into the road in front of us. Seriously, 20 yards away. I've got my 12-gauge on my shoulder. But when I stopped, they stopped. And I said, shoot that coyote. And all I heard was, where? The coyote that's standing in the middle of the road at 20 yards in front of us. Shoot it. Oh! And... About that time the coyote took about two steps and was off the road into the woods and gone. So what I should have done at that point in time was taken my 12 gauge off my shoulder and gone ahead and popped that coyote at about 20 yards and then I would have been done with my quest for a black coyote. But I got it done this weekend. I'm excited about it. There is a huge hole that's got to be patched so the taxidermist has his or her work cut out for them. But it's a beautiful, beautiful dog. I'm going to probably post a picture of it on Facebook, so if you guys want to see it, you can go to the I Am Turkey Hunting Facebook page and check that out. Oh, You know what? I ought to put a picture of it on Twitter, too, and I don't know why I haven't done that yet, but I'll do that pretty quick. And for those of you who are new to the show, because I know we get a lot of new listeners to the show this time of year, I suck. At Facebook so if you message me on Facebook or if you put any kind of a post on the Facebook page it may be a little while before you hear back from me I am much much quicker with Twitter just FYI so let's move on today I've got for you guys the first turkey soup episode of the new year and when I got to looking at all of the turkey news in my email inbox I realized it's been about six weeks since I did A turkey soup episode for you guys and there is a ton of turkey news that you guys need to know because this is the time of year when lots of states open up their application periods for their special hunts on their wmas and this is the time of year when lots of states open up their application period for licenses permits. And so there is a lot of news that we need to go into today. So let's go ahead and jump into this and get rolling. First up, and by the way, these ingredients in our turkey soup are going to be a little bit disorganized today because there's just so many of them. I tried to organize them a little bit better than just giving you a random throw it in the pot, stir it up, and let's go. So hopefully you guys are able to hang on and, and follow along with me. But first up, Ohio. Ohio hunters checked 1,054 wild turkeys during the fall season that closed back in early December. That's down slightly from the 2018 fall season when Turkey hunters harvested 1,131 turkeys. Moving next door, West Virginia turkey hunters harvested 1,113 birds during the fall season, according to preliminary figures from the Division of Natural Resources. DNR biologists are saying that's not a huge surprise because the turkey brood observations were down slightly from last year, and that number of 1,113 turkeys is 8% below the 2018 season and the 10-year average. So not terribly far off from last year and the average. The biologist also said that because of the good mast crop that that had something to do with the numbers being a little bit lower as well. Now let's move over to Missouri. The Missouri Conservation Commission approved recommendations for the dates of the upcoming deer and turkey hunting seasons. So the 2020 spring hunting season the regular spring turkey season is going to run from April the 20th to May the 10th and the youth weekend for the spring is going to be April 4th and 5th. Also the fall firearms turkey season in case you want to plan that far ahead is October 1st through 31st and the archery turkey hunting dates are September the 15th to November the 13th and November the 25th through January the 15th of 2021. From Missouri let's move to Kansas. Did you know that Kansas's fall turkey season actually their winter season is still going on and ends January the 31st and if you want to know about late winter hunting in Kansas then check out the episode with Rob Keck in it where he talks all about winter turkey hunting in Kansas. Now for the spring this year the youth and disability season runs April 1st through the 14th. Archery only runs April 6th through the 14th and the regular gun season for turkeys runs April 15th through May 31st, which is a very long season. I do want to point out that some parts of Kansas have adjusted their bag limits for the season for turkeys. And I think we talked about that a little bit in our last turkey soup episode, so maybe you want to check that out so you know exactly what the bag limits are for Kansas this year. All right, any of you guys who Plan on hunting in Tennessee. The 2020 spring turkey season will run from April the 4th to May the 17th. The youth-only hunt, which is for ages 6 through 16, will be March the 28th through the 29th. The bag limit for the regular hunts is one bearded bird per day, not to exceed four per season. And for some strange reason, turkeys taken on wildlife management area hunts are bonus birds, which means they do not count towards your limit. So go out there and kill all the birds on the WMAs since they don't count towards your limit. Just eliminate them all. You guys in Illinois, listen up. Youth and adult hunters can apply now for the 2020 Spring Turkey Hunting Sites through the Illinois Recreational Access Program, or IRAP, The Department of Natural Resources has leased more than 16,000 acres of private land for the upcoming 2020 spring wild turkey season through IRAP, creating about 470 public access turkey hunting sites on those properties in 40 different counties. For you Utes out there who want to participate in IRAP, then you need to fill out the IRAP application and send it in by February the 22nd to be eligible for the IRAP youth drawing. And that's gonna be for two weekend youth seasons, March the 28th and 29th and April the 4th and 5th. The other IRAP sites are open on a first come first serve basis. And to be eligible, a hunter must first apply for his or her spring turkey permit through the IDNR lottery for an IRAP eligible county and then once the hunter receives their spring turkey permit he or she may apply for an IRAP turkey site in the county for which they received their turkey permit. Preference is given to youth hunters and first-time adult hunters. For more information about IRAP hunts and application periods go to google and type in Illinois IRAP IRAP and the dnr.illinois.gov website should be one of those search results for you that you can pull up and see what you need to do from there to apply. Biologists in Pennsylvania are proposing two changes to turkey hunting in that state. The first one is a possible extension to the fall season because if the commissioners agree to remove the Wednesday before Thanksgiving from the state's bear season, then the biologists want to give that day back to fall turkey hunters. I think they took that day from them to start with, and so they're wanting to give that day back to fall hunters in Pennsylvania, which would give them a three-day, Wednesday through Friday, Thanksgiving season in many units there. The second change is that biologists want to shorten the fall turkey season in wildlife management units, 4C and 4E, from two weeks plus two days, of Thanksgiving hunting to one week and three days of Thanksgiving hunting in order to protect shrinking flocks in those units. Did you guys know that there is a winter season in the state of Maryland and that winter season lasts for three days and this year that winter season starts January the 23rd and runs through January the 25th and according to the wild turkey project manager for the state of Maryland Whose name is Bob Long. Agency surveys show that about 1500 hunters take advantage of the winter season and now an average annual harvest during the season is only 88 turkeys. But that opportunity to get out there for a winter hunt is there and the state of Maryland from what I have read and read to you guys has a lot of turkeys right now so it may be a good opportunity to get out there and bag a bird during the dead of winter. If you're planning on hunting in Wyoming, the wild turkey permit application period has begun. The first deadline is January the 31st, so you need to get on our old friend Google and look up how to apply for a turkey tag in the state of Wyoming and get that done here within the next week. Now let's talk about Minnesota for a minute. And according to an article from the ValleyNewsLive.com website, hunters hoping to bag a tom turkey with a firearm this spring will no longer be restricted to a single permit area. With the exception of three major wildlife management areas, a spring turkey license will provide the opportunity to hunt all permit areas in the state. How cool is that for you guys in Minnesota? Beginning March 1st, all spring turkey hunters can purchase a license over-the-counter, and turkey season this year will run from April the 15th to May the 31st, and is divided into six hunt periods, A through F. Firearm hunters 18 and older must choose their hunt period when they purchase a license, and all turkey hunters can participate in the hunt period F if they have an unused tag from one of the earlier hunt periods. The turkey hunting in Minnesota right now is phenomenal and this just gives you guys going to Minnesota more opportunity to explore the state and harvest turkeys and there's nothing wrong with that so get out there and enjoy that. Okay the state of Indiana is now accepting applications for a reserved turkey hunt. For you guys in Indiana, if you're interested, you can apply from January the 6th through February the 19th. And in order to apply, you need to have a valid hunting license. So there is a long list of wildlife management areas, wildlife refuges online, and the dates for each of those sites is listed out beside the site. So for any of you guys who are interested in one of the reserve turkey hunts in Indiana, then go online and just search State of Indiana Application for Reserved Turkey Hunt 2020. And you should find what you're looking for there. Special permit hunts for the state of Arkansas are now open for application. This is a good opportunity for hunters in Arkansas to spread out a little bit and not worry about stepping all over each other. And applications are being taken through February the 15th. Winning applicants will be notified by email and you can go to the www.agfc.com website to apply. The applications require a $5 non-refundable processing fee and winning applicants are not required to pay any additional fee for the permit. So go check that out and see if that's an opportunity to get on a WMA to hunt with a little bit less pressure. I told you guys a little bit ago about the IRAP program in Illinois. So Indiana has a similar program. It's called Apple Access Program Providing Land Enhancements. And the application period for the Apple hunts in Indiana are now open Those are allocated through the online reserved hunt system, which is on.in.gov slash reservedhunt. Hunters may apply for only one hunting period, and applications are being accepted until February the 19th. Notifications for draw results will be emailed within two weeks of the application deadline. And this particular article doesn't say how many acres and how many properties are tied up under the Apple program. But I still think that that's a good opportunity for you guys to be able to get out and hunt some private land with little competition from other hunters. So you guys that are going to hunt in Indiana this year, go check that out and get your application in quickly. The spring managed turkey hunts for 2020 for the state of Missouri application period will open in February. So you guys will have the entire month of February to go online at mdc.mo governor hunts to apply for the spring managed turkey hunts. The drawing results will be posted starting March the 15th. I've already told you guys about Missouri's spring turkey season dates, so I don't need to go over that again with you, but these managed hunts again are great opportunities for you guys to be able to get out in the woods on some public land with not a lot of competition. So go check that out, get your application in and go enjoy turkey season on your land. If you guys are planning on hunting in Iowa this year, and you're a non-resident, you have to get your application in for the non-resident permits ASAP. That deadline to apply is January the 26th. And if you're a non-resident, you have to draw a permit in order to be able to hunt in Iowa. The turkey season in Iowa this year starts with resident only youth. That's gonna be April 10th through the 12th. Then it's gonna be followed by season one from April 13th through the 16th. Season two, April 17th through the 21st. Season three, April 22nd through April 28th. And the fourth season will run from April the 29th through May the 17th. Daily bag and season possession limit is one bearded or male wild turkey for each valid license. So if you're working on your super slam and you want to go to Iowa, get your application in now. The Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries is accepting applications for wildlife management area lottery turkey hunts. All lottery applications are now available on the LDWF website. Now, those wanting to apply should click on the Lottery Applications tab, update or create their customer record, and then submit an application. There is a $5 application fee and a $2 transaction fee per application. Now, the state wants you to know that the lottery hunts will be held on 8 WMAs this spring, and the youth lottery hunts will be held on 10 WMAs. If you have any questions about the lottery hunts, you can email David Hayden. That's D H A Y D E N at wlf. La. If you guys have plans on hunting in Nebraska this year. The spring turkey hunting permits for 2020 are available now. Hunters can purchase as many as three permits with a bag limit of one turkey per permit. The spring archery season in Nebraska opens March the 25th. The youth shotgun season in Nebraska is April the 11th and the regular shotgun season opens on April the 18th. All three of those seasons end May the 31st. Now you can go to outdoornebraska.org and pick up your permits there for this spring. Hey, the Missouri Department of Conservation has released the preliminary harvest numbers for the fall archery turkey hunting season, and that shows that 2,406 turkeys were killed during the fall archery turkey season this year. Compare that with the 2,055 turkeys taken during the 2018 fall archery turkey season, and it looks to me like this year was a good bit more of a success than last, which I think contradicts a little bit with what the state was expecting because in their poult surveys, they found that their recruitment rate was a little bit low this year compared to average years. And so that's good news. Maybe the poult recruitment survey results are a little bit skewed to the negative and they had a better hatch than expected. Just maybe. Now, you guys in Louisiana know that your Department of Wildlife and Fisheries is proposing quite a few changes to your turkey season, both on public lands and private lands, and there are some proposals out there for changes to the upcoming turkey seasons, and there's going to be a comment period open for you guys from now until 9 p.m. on March the 2nd. Now, I'm going to tell you that there's a bunch of changes proposed, and I'm not going to run through all of those changes today. But I do want to tell you, if you want to see what those changes are, go to louisianasportsman.com and search for LWFC Notice of Intent for Hunting Rags for 2020. And be sure to get your comments in to the state. If they're asking for your comments, give them your comments. If you don't give them your comments, you have no right to moan and groan when things don't go the way you want them to go. Speaking of proposals and comments, the Ohio Wildlife Council is proposing some changes for the 2021 spring turkey season, and they're proposing opening the season on Saturday rather than Monday in both the south and northeast zones. That proposal is designed to provide two additional weekend days for turkey hunters. The south zone opening date was proposed for April the 24th, 2021, and the northeast zone opening date was proposed for May 1st, 2021. Ohioans are encouraged to provide comments on the proposed rule changes and may do so in person or online. In person comments can be submitted during the week long open house period from March the 2nd through the 6th, 2020, at any Division Wildlife District office. Online submissions can be made at wildohio.gov beginning February the 21st, 2020. Hunters in Idaho, your Department of Game and Fish is also seeking public comments on proposed changes to the 2020 and 2021 turkey seasons. They want to add units seven and nine to the list of units open to general turkey hunting seasons, spring and fall. They also want to expand the special unit turkey tag use to all units in the Panhandle region. They want to extend fall turkey general hunt season from December the 31st to January the 31st in the Panhandle region. They also want to make some changes to your controlled hunts in the fall and make them general hunts for those units, and they want to extend the end date for some of the controlled hunts as well in certain units. And I could keep going on this because there are all sorts of changes that they have proposed, but what I recommend you do is go to Google and just type in Idaho Public Comment Salt on turkey seasons, and that should pull up anything that you want to know about all of the changes that are being proposed, and there seriously is about 10 or 12 of them. There are a bunch of them. In news from Maine, the number of turkeys killed by hunters this fall were down from last year, but on par with biologists' expectations. Fewer permits being sold, extreme weather, and a great mast crop were among the reasons for the reductions. The wild turkey fall harvest in Maine this year was 1,980 compared to the 2018 fall harvest of 3,000. 507 birds. That's a pretty significant drop. And that ties in with my next story here. The Department of Inland Fisheries and Wildlife in Maine is trying to figure out how to get more people involved in hunting in the state. Their permit sales numbers are way down. And you guys remember I had Judy Camuso on the show this past year? Well, she's the commissioner of the DIFW in Maine and I also told you guys about the commission increasing the bag limit in several districts throughout the state this fall, and obviously that did not work to increase the harvest. So what Judy and the rest of the commission is going to try to do this year is to eliminate the fall hunting permit requirement altogether. By doing that, it will be possible for any hunter to shoot turkeys in the fall. So if you were hunting grouse and you saw a turkey, you could shoot it. If there were Some turkeys hanging out in your yard, eating your bird seed, you could go out and shoot some. The state of Maine is beginning to look a lot like the state of Idaho, and they're beginning to hate turkeys there. Again, on the topic of permit sales being down, the state of Vermont is trying to figure out ways to get kids involved in hunting more because their license sales and tag sales are way down. And now that's something that we've talked about a few times on the show, And I think it's something that's not really exclusive to Vermont and exclusive to Maine. I think it's something that's happening throughout the country, which should give us all more reason to introduce new people to the sport of hunting. So put that on your to-do list for this spring. A turkey hunt is a great way to introduce someone to hunting because in most cases you can walk and talk. And you don't have to sit still for hours at a time like you do deer hunting, which for most people these days, in our instant gratification-based society, so many of us have lost our patience to be able to sit for hours. And because of that, there are certain types of hunting that are not very fun for those types of people. So, take somebody turkey hunting this spring Hey, you guys who hunted in Oregon this year, if you purchased a 2019 big game or turkey tag, then you are required to report your hunt results by the deadline, January the 31st. Whether you were successful or not, you're required to report on each turkey tag that you purchased. Hunters who fail to report will be assessed a $25 penalty when they get ready to go buy their next license and obviously the information that hunters provide to the state is used to help set controlled hunt tag numbers and hunting seasons and so it only takes a few minutes to complete the survey but it does a lot of good for your state to be able to manage the animals that you're hunting. So here's something I thought was pretty cool. The University of Nebraska-Lincoln is now offering hunting equipment for rent to the public. Now, these rentals had previously been offered for about a year to only university students, but the university officials just decided to expand the policy and allow the public to rent the equipment, too. Hunting gear currently available for rent includes a pop-up blind and a Jake hen turkey decoy combination. Each is individually available to the public for $6 per day, $12 for three days, or $16 for a week. And to pick up the equipment, the hunters must visit the Outdoor Adventure Center in Lincoln in person. You can make reservations over the phone for a three-day or a seven-day rental. So any of you guys in that Lincoln, Nebraska area who know someone who's considering getting into the sport of hunting, that might be a great opportunity for them to be able to try out hunting without having to go and buy a bunch of gear or have to worry about trying to track down someone that they know who has one that they can borrow. The New York Department of Environmental Conservation is considering increasing the length of the turkey season for Suffolk County from what is now two days to match the statewide season length, which is May 1st to May 31st. Before they make the decision to do that, they want any... Long Islanders who were seeing turkeys to complete a survey to let them know how many turkeys they're seeing so that they can make a decision as to whether or not they need to increase the season length. According to the state, 75 wild turkeys were introduced around 30 years ago to Long Island. And now they're estimated to be about 6,000 wild turkeys on Long Island, which is twice the number that there were in 2009 when the state first allowed the birds to be hunted on the island. So there's another good wild turkey reintroduction success story. If you wanted to do something cool, go kill a turkey on New York's Long Island. Any of you guys who are interested in jumping into the sub-gauge wild turkey hunting craze that is going on right now, Mossberg... Has just released the SA 410 Turkey. This is a 410 shotgun with a 5 shot capacity, chambered in 3 inch, 26 inch barrel, has a ghost ring sight on the front and a fiber optic bead for the rear sight. The gun has a 13 and 3 quarter inch fixed length of pull. It is finished in Mossy Oak Original Bottomland and it weighs 6.5. Five pounds. Now, the gun's a little bit pricey, but it is a semi auto, and you would expect them to be a little bit more pricey. The gun is $735 for the manufacturer's suggested retail price. But any of you guys who are wanting to jump on board, on the sub-gauge turkey hunting craze, or you've got a young hunter that you want to introduce to the sport, or maybe just someone who's sensitive to recoil, these 410s today with today's technology in chokes and today's technology in shotgun shells with TSS loads, they are deadly, deadly, deadly out to 40 yards so that's all the turkey news that i have for you guys today i hope that you found all of that very helpful i now see a couple of action items that i need to take myself so that i can get ready for this coming spring and possibly get in on one of the quota hunts that's coming up in either arkansas or louisiana so I need to get online and get those filled out soon. Hey, one of you guys who completed the survey for me made the suggestion of me giving maybe a calling tip during every episode. And I think that's a pretty good idea. So I'm gonna try to remember to do that going forward and give you guys a little calling tip. Now, remember, you will never ever hear me claim to be the best caller. I'm decent enough to call in a turkey. I would like to be better. I practice to be better. I do not practice like the competition callers practice, but I practice to be better in the woods. So I was debating this week between two different tips. Should I tell you guys that you need to be practicing your calling now as my tip for the week? Because You really do. Turkey season is less than two months away for those of us in Alabama and a lot of us in the Southeast. Even for you guys in the Northeast whose seasons start May 1st, think about how much your calling can improve when you have three months to practice to get better. So I was debating should that be my tip of the week or should I? Nope, I'm not giving you that one. I'm going to hold that one for next week. So there's your calling tip for the week. It really is time to start practicing. And, you know, when I opened the show and I told you the story about me killing that coyote, I seriously took a hen box in the woods with me and used it this weekend while I was deer hunting. After all, who am I going to drive crazy cranking out a few yelps and clucks every 10-15 minutes over the course of... Three or four hours. If I was doing that at home, I can tell you I'd be driving the person crazy that I don't need to drive crazy. I cannot run a hen box in the truck driving to and from work or to and from appointments. So that is a great time for me to be practicing with my new hen boxes that I got. And by the way, I took a video of Dan Harris's hen box running in the woods. Well, actually, the call wasn't running. I was running the call in the woods, but I took a video of that, and I'm going to post it on Facebook, maybe Twitter, and let you guys hear it. I'm still working on my calling on that box, but I am telling you, there is some kind of turkey trapped in that box. And every time I slide the lid across the box, a little bit of that turkey comes out. That call is going to be a killer this spring in the woods. I'm telling you I am fired up about using that thing. So this week I will go out and I will practice with Doug Morgan's call and we'll see how good I can get it running and I probably will do another video of Doug's call as well and try to post that. So there's your calling tip of the week. My favor of the week is is this. Same one as last week. We've got about one more week before I pull the plug on the listener survey. So, if you guys would take a little bit of time and complete the listener survey for me, it would be very helpful. The listener survey, according to SurveyMonkey or whatever service it is I'm using for the survey, says that the average time to complete the survey is three minutes. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Probably the majority of that three minutes was spent typing comments in the comments section, which I encourage you to do. Your answers to the questions are helpful, but your comments and suggestions take the survey to another level. So, average response time is three minutes. I'm going to tell you it takes three minutes to complete the survey, and if you guys would do that for me, it'd be a huge help. In order, to get the survey emailed to you, you just need to text THP Survey, THP Survey to the number 44222. After you do that, I'm going to email you a link that you can click on, and it'll take you right to the survey. You can complete it on your phone or your tablet tonight while you're laying in bed, waiting on those sheep to show up so you can count them. But it really is a huge help for me. And I appreciate you guys who have taken the time to do that for me so far. So we're done for the week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes